Hi, everyone. This is Vani uh, with episode three of Mud Talks Real Estate. Just changed. So uh, today I want to introduce Megan. Uh, Megan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we even dive into anything? Hey, everybody. My name is Megan Hornsby. I am with Hornsby Real Estate Group with Key Realty. We have an office located right in Uptown Maumee. Um, I have a property management background. I'm going to ask, before you keep going, to get a little bit closer to the mic. Just I want to make sure that everyone, or you can move the mic close to you, whatever whatever works for you, just to make sure that they're they're hearing everything. Okay, okay perfect. Cool. All righty. Uh, Start all over? No, 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 keep doing your thing. Okay. Well, uh, tell me, tell me. <laughs> all right, so Megan Hornsby again with Key Realty. Um, I have a property management background. Started selling real estate in 2014. Okay. Uh, started buying investment properties in 2013. Oh, so you've been, wait, wait, wait. So you were buying investment properties before you got yes. into it? Yes. Okay. And then I did property management since graduating college for the most part in 2007 on. You've been in the game a long time. Yes. Okay. You know your stuff. Yes. Okay. All right. I know nice. property management very yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. And then what made you get into real estate investing? Okay. So the main thing was I graduated from UT. Okay. And didn't know what I wanted to do. Okay. And moved to Atlanta and met my husband in Atlanta. Okay. And when we were looking for apartments, I was very enthusiastic, the property oh. management okay. owner said. Y yeah. And he's like, well, would you consider being a leasing agent here because you get like free rent and you have a good salary? And of course, I was serving in Toledo, so I had zero dollars to my name and I was yeah. like, free rent in a major <laughs> metropolis like okay. sounds perfect so, yeah sold. it's a win-win yeah, yeah so we moved um managed the property it was a, a REIT you know so they okay. they filled up then they did new construction in, in a different location in Atlanta so we kind of moved to that location okay and then um, for free yeah. At the new location, too. Correct. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. So okay. basically, you, you get to live in one of the units while yeah. it's be being a lease up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it's uh, sold when they're like 80% full, basically. Okay. Nice. So the company in Atlanta owned the San Diego Chargers, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then th the market crashed because of the Great Recession. Mm -hmm. Aubrey, at the time, my husband, was working for the New Home Guide or Apartment Guide magazine, if you remember like back in the day. Uh, yeah. When you had paper stuff that you read in? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. those days. So yeah. He, he sold apartment advertising or new okay. home advertising, but the market crashed. So instead of letting him go in the Atlanta market, they offered him to move to the San Francisco market. Nice. So we moved also, to the San Francisco market. Oh, you market. did? Oh, yes. not same same setup, so same, same deal. Same setup. I contacted um, like a property there. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Craigslist or whatever it was back in the day. Yep. So, uh, and this was a $40 million building getting built. And I contacted them and said, hey, I have property management background. I've been doing this since 06 or 07, mm -hmm. since I graduated college. And we got to live there for free in a brand new two-bedroom, two-bath, right by Candlestick Park. You're changing state. Oh, my God. Yes. What a scenario. No, yeah. okay. So, so we would yeah. walk to the 49ers games when they were there. Yeah. So okay, that's awesome. So it was super cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I loved it. And it was, like, totally different, obviously, than rentals in Toledo because yeah. what I knew here was college, right, yeah. where everybody lived, like, behind en engineering. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> very different. And then you get to San Fran, and these are, like, custom home, marble, beautiful <laughs> places. <laughs> it's a whole different ball game, like, way, 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 yeah. way different. Yeah. And, I mean, and during that time, like, we had a one-and-a-half-year-old or a two-year-old, and mm -hmm. then I got pregnant again. So we were, like, very out of the realm, uh, you know, compared to people living in San Fran at the time. Like, yeah. Yeah. 20 okay so, all right so yeah. crazy times but nice nice scenario yes. that you got involved in like yes. and it gave you opportunity to like move yes. around see some new places yes. yeah so what? then that building yeah. filled up okay and they were not going to build again in san francisco okay so th at that time i just was about to have adele 
And I told my husband, who's not from Ohio, mm-hmm. I will never want to live in Ohio again. I was over it. I hated it. You know, after college, I'm like, I got to get out of here. This is where I've lived my whole life. But this story is great so far, by the I way, because <laughs> we're, we're here in Toledo, Ohio. I know. So. <laughs> so I was pregnant with Adele. Yeah. And it was so hard in San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, it was just so hard for new parents. And yeah. so my parents were here. And I can't, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come back here and I'm gonna have her. Was it was it hard, um, like cost of living or yes. like situation of? Yeah. Like so basically, when that building was bought, they were like, well, you can stay and you can live here, but we can only give you like 15 or 20 percent off. Uh, okay, they we changed were it up. Talking about in 2010, it was like 3,700 a month. So there would be no 3,700. Take a, a minute to kick in in my mind. 3,700 yes. yes. a and month. And again, that's like coming out of the recession. So there was no way that we could afford it. <sighs> yeah. That's so tough. I came back to have Adele, and my okay. parents really were helpful with the kids at that time. So now we have a two-year-old and a newborn. And we were like, I was scrolling Zillow, you know yeah. what I mean, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if we could get a house in Toledo. Uh-huh. And we were looking in Perrysburg. And Lisa Van Duding with Key okay. was our agent. Okay. And so I was like, hey, I'm browsing houses back in the Toledo area. I want to move home because it's a better environment to raise the kids. It's just too hard where we're at in San Fran. And so Aubrey got a job uh, being the sales manager for the Toledo City Paper. Okay. So, and we we came home. Yeah. Like, we rented an apartment in Perrysburg while we were looking. Lisa sold us our first house nice. in, like, 2011. Okay. And it was just so much cheaper here even in the suburbs than it was to be in san fran and stick out like a sore thumb where we were a very young family compared to everybody else yeah well in our area people were having kids younger so we didn't stick out as bad we were able to like reconnect with high school college friends new friends whatever so a little bit more normal like uh, even though it doesn't matter what age you have kids and all that but but i do i have two i have a boy and a girl i have a 10 year old and a 14 year old see yeah Kids yeah. Ours are yeah. 11 and 14. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really Same age. Yeah. yeah. Super, super, super. super. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, and they can like watch each other. And yeah. 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 I feel like this is the good life finally. Yeah. Like, we can go well, out. Well, now they fun. can, and they can do everything for themselves. Yes. It changes drastically. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. No more butt wiping butts or anything no. like that for me. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. I, I, I'm over it as well. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, and I've tossed around the idea of maybe one day having kids again. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do. No. Then I have two friends recently that just had babies yes. um, within the last few months. Yep. And it's a beautiful yay. But like, I don't have to take care of them. Like, I don't have to do anything. I get yeah. to see them. I'm like, oh, the baby. Oh, so, so nice. Yeah. And then I and then I, I but I don't have to deal with any yep. of that stuff again. Yes. So I'm that. and I'm OK with that. I don't I don't know if I'll ever get back. It, who knows yeah. where life will take us. Yeah. 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 yeah but that's awesome. So okay. so you got back. You have yes. your family. And everything is a little bit more normal here. Yes. And so I knew that I wanted to stick with property management because I liked it. But I knew that the, you know, the um, living for free wasn't going to come into play. Yeah. So I needed to find some place that uh, I could make a decent living without, you know, taking into consideration that I have this giant mortgage now in Perrysburg. Yeah. So. Um, so I started working at a building, um, Mommy Springfield Schools on the corner of like Perrysburg Hall and Hall in Slovenia. Okay. Um. And I took it sight unseen while still living in San Fran. What? Yes. So they, I, th- I forget how many units they had, but it was smaller than I was used to. Okay. They said they were coming out of receivership. So again, this is like end of 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, you know, the pictures online look nice, whatever. I will take this job. I will move back across country. Aubrey's got a job. He's going to start whatever. And the first time I pull up to the property, pretty much all the buildings are boarded up except one. Oh. Like legit boarded oh. up. 
Yeah. That's a scary so sight like to come huge, back to, especially like a, leaving yes. the sight you just had I to know. that. Yeah. That's scary. Yes. So, and you come back where Toledo's like struggling too. Like there's a lot of blighted properties. Like one area that I used to love going to was Point Place. And mm-hmm. I just remember it being so beautiful in mm-hmm. college. Like I worked at Matthews Ford. We would go party in Point okay. Place. I was fami- really familiar with the east side and, yeah. you know, everything else. And then you leave. And mm-hmm. then you come back, and when you come back during, like, when it's coming out of a recession, and I'm trying to show Aubrey, like, oh, it's not, this it, is going to be It's nice. not so bad. It's not that bad. And then you get here, and, uh, and it's so blighted, and it's, like, bleak because it's December and January, and yeah. you go to Point Place, and, like, it's frozen over, and you see the smokestack, and there's yeah. tires in the lake and everything. I'm like, what did I get myself into? Wait, 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 wait what month did you come back? Like, December. What, th- was December, that a choice, January. or was that just a situation that it you were in that you had to come back? Because if that was a choice, that was a, you can't, you do not want to, your yeah. initial, if you're trying to show some. Somebody. Hey, Toledo's, yes, you know, know. Uh, December, I, I forgot. Uh, January. <laughs> it's just like a cold, bitter time it here. So yeah, bad. it's rough. I literally yeah. forgot. I'm like, I forgot what no. this was like, basically. But yeah. yeah, so they kept pushing me to start. And so okay. I get there and they were like, here, the ma- maintenance or c- the contractor, one of them was like, here's the keys. The owner has is never here. They live in Cleveland or Akron okay. or whatever. Uh, we just want you to fill them up. Like, we're going to renovate them, and as we're renovating them, we want you to fill them up. Okay. And so I'm like, okay. So it's just me. Like, it's me needing to hire a maintenance person, a cleaning person. There's no leasing agent. It's just me. That's rough. It's That's so rough. So it was good and bad. Like, I had done it before, so it was – I mean, and the rents are like 600 700 and yeah. it's just learning all the Ohio laws, taking yeah. the Ohio fair housing yeah. classes and things like that because I wasn't in real estate in Ohio until coming back. Yeah. So, so yeah, so it was only me. So the good news is the economy started getting better. Okay. The property gets full. Okay. So I get bored. So I'm like away from the kids. I'm mm-hmm. working nine to five and I have nothing to rent. Like yeah. I'm literally sitting there all day, every day. So I start getting back online, looking at real estate prices, looking okay. at other investors who we are networking with and things like that. And I'm like, wow, people are buying houses for like the price of a car. Mm-hmm. And then they're renting them out for like six, seven, eight hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And I see how fast our apartments are going. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm like, we should start investing in real estate, too. Love it. Um, but we had no money and we okay. lived paycheck to paycheck. And okay. our Perrysburg mortgage was half of what we made every month okay yeah um we had no idea so how a tight tight scenario taxes were yeah. how you'd have to pay school tax yeah. all that stuff so um we took out a home equity loan took out a home equity loan. good good move though <laughs> that's a good move but a lot of people are scared to do yeah, that scared, they're, totally they're, scared. They're, yeah yeah so understandably so if you've never done something like that um or don't understand it yes, truly so did yes. you do some homework before yeah, you, you so got like to that I point got, i got hooked up with my mentor who okay. is mike welch i don't know if you know okay. him with um remax preferred i do not know so he had been with remax preferred forever and they owned I would say 150, 200 properties at the time. Okay. Like he owned a ton of units. Okay. So the home equity line allowed us to have $10,000. So I had $10,000. That was it. Okay. So Mike basically took me around Toledo. Yeah. This was in like 2012, 2013. Yeah. I was going to say $10,000 back in those days. There were s- there were some houses in that. in that. So ra- there was a, actually a lot of houses in that range. We got, you know? Well, we got pre-approved and we he took me out. We saw like five houses. Okay. And he literally was like, I'm busy. Um, if you don't make an offer on any of these houses, I'm probably going to, and mm. I'm not going to take you out again because it's not like I'm, I'm busy. Oof. Yes. Move. So literally yeah. I got a pre-approval yeah. from PNC and we bought a house for 30,000 okay. and we used our home equity line to put down on that the house. down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was in the North end. Okay. In like Polish village. Okay. What, 
what made you go that route? I have, I didn't know Toledo. Uh, okay. I just knew, okay, I probably don't want to be by the university. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm like, that's college-y. I, don't, I know I don't want to I think the opposite way, me. yeah. But I, we, okay. we had, like, phone parties I, and shit. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Like, I did not yeah, you're like, wait, like no, me, I got you. Okay, I, that that's understandable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so literally, I, you know, we were like, let's get somewhere. And this house was a one-owner yeah. house. A one-owner house. Okay. So it sounds good on paper, yeah. right? Yeah. So we stuck a for rent sign in the yard and rented it for like seven twenty-five a month. And our, our okay. mortgage with taxes and insurance was like two fifty. Wow. So I'm like, oh my gosh. You're we're winning. Making, yeah. yeah. We're going to make like $500 a month as long as the tenant pays on time. Yeah. And then it just snowballed and snowballed yeah. and snowballed from there. Okay. Nice. So good stuff, yeah. though. And That's super like, good well, stuff. I should just get licensed and help other investors and then okay. also be able to collect the commission for what I'm selling. Yeah. So. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Good moves. Yeah. Very good moves. So did, would you say that the investing is what made you want to get the license? Like after yes, seeing what it was, you were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because at first it was literally just just um, knowing that I had a, uh, I was building a network of people, both local and not local, okay. who were interested in investing because we saw that you could get a better return than investing in the stock market or yeah. whatever yeah. at the time. So, and there was a plethora of houses, yeah. and especially with out of town people, I was like, look, I can set up like ten showings, yeah. send you a video tour, and then you buy one or two of them. That's easy. Yeah, That's easy to do. You know what I mean? So yeah, there were a lot of houses on the market at that oh point. Gosh, so like, it lot. was like it was definitely a, a buyer's market where you could like For sure. yeah, choo- choose. I literally choose. remember you got going options. out being like, okay, we're gonna go see ten. We're yeah. gonna write on three. We're gonna hope to get two. Okay. Now it's yeah. like we're gonna go see two. We're yeah. gonna write over <laughs> list on one, and we probably won't get it. It's a completely <laughs> different ball game. I know. It's a completely different ball game, and I wasn't in the market, or I wasn't a real estate agent then. But I, I've always had my eye on the market yeah. and what it's been and the opportunities, and um, it's it's just completely different. It's it's it's, so it's tough right now. Mm-hmm. Inventory is so low that it's creating what we have now, where everybody's competing on everything that comes out. Yep. Any new house that comes out is like people are are already ready for it. Like, yes. and you haven't even said anything about the house. Like, you, people don't even know yeah. what condition. Like, no pictures. Okay. Don't worry about it. What's crazy is, it is just the yeah. amount of like sight unseen offers too. Yeah. Like, it's just like wow. Yeah. Wow. Sight unseen, uh, waving inspections, waving everything, waving yeah. appraisals, mm-hmm. waving uh, all those things. It's scary, especially if you have a client. Like, your job is to protect your client yeah. as much as possible. And you're For like, sure. you should definitely still do so an inspection. It's, like, it's tough because but, we're suggesting it, but, but not yeah. suggesting it. So nope. it's like we think you should do an inspection yep. and obviously have your appraisal. Yep. However, you're not going to get the house if you do those. Yeah. So let me know what you want to do. Yep. You know what I mean? That's a hundred percent. That's so now here, here's one thing that I do though. Like I still, so I, I'm, I'm very for inspections and I tell them in this market, it's just hard with everything going on, yeah. but I do tell them, Hey, I can inform and put verbiage that we're not going to do the inspection other than for like looking for a foundation problem or a yeah. structural problem. Yeah. And I'll even talk to the other agent and say that yeah. along with the offer. Hey, I just want you to let you know, yeah, we do want to do an inspection on the home, but it's not, we're not trying to nip, we're not trying to get anything fixed or yeah. ask for any seller costs. Like all we're trying to do is figure out if the foundation is good and the structure is good yeah. because it, it would suck to get into a house. So do you just and put the, verbiage like we'll buy it as is as long as there's no structural yeah, issue? Uh, I, I, I put inspection only for uh, found, looking for yeah. structural integrity and foundation problems yeah uh, other That's than that strategy. yeah yeah because sure. because I don't want 
I don't want them to miss out. So like you said, if you do the inspection, a lot of people are missing out. They're like, I'll take the one without the inspection. Right, yeah. Well, what if I'm right on par with it? Right. I only want the inspection just to A, also it gives uh, my buyers a list of things they need to fix later on with the yeah, house. Right. Hey, that electrical outlet. Hey, that light or hey, that faucet. All those little things that, right. you know, maybe you don't want to take the time or you don't figure it out until you go and see it. Right. This inspector is going to catch all that stuff. And now you have a, a cool little list of things that you can do later. Right. And also it doesn't hurt us from getting the property or try, right. trying to win. Again, it's yeah. a very competitive market. Yeah. So you could waive the inspection, waive the appraisal, waive all that, give 20000 over and still lose right now in this right. market. Right. It's it's you got to play it comfortable, but still safe. I, I, I can't. I, yeah. Yeah. So it's a tough. couple times we've had either the contractor or the inspector do the initial walkthrough, like where I was mm -hmm. with them. So that way they could look through and say, okay, I don't see anything with the roof, the yeah. structure. I'm not, it's not a full inspection. During the showing? Up. Correct. Nice. Yep. And then, then you can say, yep. okay, look, you know, the we walked through, we yep. both walked through, we didn't see anything, yep. structural, furnace, roof, whatever. Yep. We didn't see any termite. Again, it's not the end That's of the That's good all, too if you can make that happen. But we will waive it. You yeah. Know, we, will, we will waive the inspection because we didn't see anything. Yeah. If you have somebody who has eyes for that and can do that during a yeah. showing, Phenomenal, even better. Yep. But that's you know not all clients are in that scenario I where agree. they can make that happen. Right. Investors usually have money. their guy. Yeah. Investors pay the yes. guy. They go out there yes. with them, look yes. at it. That's, they're that's fine. That's where it works. But yeah, yeah, I mean, like, and I've I've got, I had a couple buyers recently who keep losing in the very niche markets that they want to be in. Yeah. And I'm like, you could try to pay for an inspection mm -hmm. as we're going through, but then no. you're you're it's a four hundred five hundred dollar gamble. Yeah. Because what if you end up doing your inspection, you don't, and saying we're going to waive it yeah. because you're comfortable moving forward, but then we no. end up getting the house, so it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. You know? It's rough. Yeah. Um, this this whole market, this whole scenario. So for me, okay, and again, I I so I got licensed last year in January, yep. and then I started doing this full time in April. So you've been in the game. You know your stuff. Like you even uh, in investing before you got your license. So yeah. you have a set of eyes and just a knowledge base about you that, that goes back a lot further than mine. I don't even know last year what the market was like at this time. Yeah. So when we're talking about whether it's slow, whether it's this, whether it's that. Last year when I first started, yeah. my first offers were competing with, you know, 20 other offers. Were they? That was normal. Yeah. So I've. I want to say been raised, but I've like I've yeah, I've gone to into this and t this is the environment. Like, this right. is just a normal for me. Right. So even this year, like I don't it's things slowed down a little bit for me. I started the year off strong because of all the things that I was doing at the end of last year that carried on into this year. Right. And then this year, things just kind of like slowed down. Now they've picked up. But as I'm looking at these houses, you know, it's it's. There's not many choices on houses, right? Mm -hmm. So inventory's low. Yeah. And then when they do come out, all sets of eyes are on it. Right. So it, it, it creates a little bit of a um, uh, tough situation right. for buyers, especially right. people, first-time home buyers who've yeah. just saved up. They've just got in the scenario to get in the market and do this. Yeah. Like, awesome. And they're, you know, they're prepared. But you can, again, you can be all prepared you want to. Right. But you just, you're not going to win every scenario. And I think one of the main common misconceptions that drives me nuts is people think that the house conditions are going to be better because they're paying more. That's not true no, at all. No, not at all. I feel like everybody thinks, okay, mm -hmm. well, if I'm paying X, which is way more than the seller bought it for, yeah. they're expecting either no issues or a lot of seller improvements, whatever, no. whatever. And sometimes it's just strictly yeah. the market. Yes. So they have a misconception that the house condition is yep. going to match the price. Yes. And a lot of times it doesn't. Uh, and uh, uh, another thing that comes along with that in a conversation that I've had to have a lot is uh, the value of the houses. Yeah. And they're like, the house doesn't, isn't worth this. 
but the market we don't dictate like right. you, you don't get to pick I, I don't get to none of us get to pick right. the market dictates what the houses are worth and the market is telling you these houses are worth that like they they're they're going through that how many times are you that? looking through the sold listings yep. and you're like holy shit yeah. how did that sell for that holy shit what kind of loan was that cash that had to yeah. be cash you yeah. know what i mean and you're scrolling and you just yeah. cannot believe it I, it it's insane yeah. it's super insane and then on top of that like you saw the change from Fran san francisco to here right yeah. like our market is way cheaper than any other market yeah. around mm -hmm. and i think overall compared to the united states as a whole yeah. We're generally somewhere like 10 to 20% cheaper than yeah. the rest of the nation. And Forbes yep. just came out with an article that said Toledo's the number one place to invest in, which is cool it's and crazy. But awesome. It's driven all these like out-of-town investors. New York, California, Vegas. Uh, like there's people from everywhere now yeah. who want to get their hands on real yes. estate here, yes. which is awesome. Slash makes it troublesome for people who are Our here right. yeah, and want to buy their own house to, to purchase it, not yeah. to – not to rent it out or not to do whatever, like right. just exactly. to just to have their first home. Yep. So it makes it tough when you, it it's a it was a great article by the way. I read it. it. Was. Yeah, but I you was like, and yes. at the same time, I'm like, I get it, I get it, but you don't want to have a disproportionate amount of renters. Right? Yes, you don't want every house to be investor owned with an yeah. out of town yep. investor. Um, you know what I mean? Because then you're concerned about again blighted conditions, yeah. you know, not being maintained or whatever. So it's tough because it, they're coming in with tough. cash, and nobody's yep. going to want to go with Joe Schmo who works at Chrysler's yep. FHA offer yep. when somebody from <laughs> when California is doing 10k over cash with cash exactly waving everything else because they already had their guy go through. Yes. They already looked at it. They're fine waving it. They don't have to get it appraised. It's all. Right. It's just a scenario that it's it's tough for the local market it, it, it really is yeah. um and it, again this is something that's going on all over the united states so it's not like just us affected right now right. inventory is just low overall and I, uh, that i i had this conversation with both agents that i had on before about a market crash upcoming and everyone is not everyone. A lot of people are telling me they want to wait because there's a crash coming and yeah. they'd rather get these houses. All these houses that are going for X amount over, they're going to scoop up. Yeah. But I don't see the conditions for a market crash right. to occur for that to happen. Inventory has been low because of the 2008, 2009. We stopped building. Now there's not enough yeah. inventory. And, and so there's barely yeah. any foreclosures or short sales or anything like that now to scoop up, period. Anything like that. Like no. it's there's none of that. So... Um, I don't know. Let's put it in a situation where um, I, w I went blank for a second. I'm not going to lie. Let's put it in a situation where uh, I, the people who are waiting for that to, to happen don't realize what caused the last one. And right. I think we're still feeling the effects of that last one. Yeah. And so I don't see the houses going down. All that to say, like, I, I don't see it even if no matter what happens, like, I just don't see them going down, down. There'd have to be a, a catastrophic like right. event, which can always happen. None of us know the future. Like right. we don't know what's going to happen. Do you own but investment properties? I do not own okay. investment properties. I in I did. So I did when I was younger. Uh, I got into it. So I'm bilingual. I speak both English and Spanish. Yeah. Um, and uh, my stepdad owned investment properties. He did. Okay. He had five of them. Okay. But I basically did the work because I trans. I did everything. So right. uh, it would be a situation where they would find the homes. I would. Um, work on the homes. I would find the right. tenants. Yeah. I would collect the rent. I would yeah. do all those kind of things. Yep. And then I got to live in one of the houses for free because of that situation. I, I know. That. So I was like, 
Cool. And it was super simple because like all I was doing was, you know, translating. And yeah. so I, I, I always dabbled in it. Yeah. Yes. And then you're like, hey, you make the final yeah. decision. You want to move in as tenant. Exactly. It, was, yeah. it wasn't so bad. Uh, this was in my like early 20s. Yeah. And then um, what is it like three years ago? Uh, me and some friends got together. We bought a property. We fixed it up, sold the property, made okay. some money off of yeah. it. We're like, cool. It's like if I get my license. I'll know about these properties yeah. and I can be in the game a little bit better and right. we can make better decisions moving forward. Right. So I was working at Buckeye Broadband at the time and then I started studying to get my license. Yeah. And then when I started studying, I was like, this is the job. I was like, this is great. I this know. is like all the things I love to do. Yeah. And like, like, and you get paid for this. Like yeah. it's not, it's like, it's not work for me. So right. like, so once I saw that, I was like, okay, well let me just get my license. And like, it, my plan was to work at Buckeye and keep doing like, the flips things like yeah. that and then um the job was amazing and i was like mm, maybe yeah. i can just focus on like actually yeah. making this a career like right. just making this long term right. and so like my last year has been focused on like picking other agents brains learning how everything works yeah. trying to get us uh, i uh, again this is a long-term move for me so like i just want to get better at it right. build a good foundation and then i want to get back into investments but right now that's a tough one to get into right. as well just because it's hard to find that deal and so I got to get used to the fact and any investor is going to have to get used to the fact there's never like a right time to buy. Yeah. So like you just have to make the move and make it happen. And it's hard moving the needle up. It's hard um, for me to be paying what we're paying now, yeah. even though the numbers still work. It's yeah. It's hard because I'm like, dang, that was last on the market in 2017 and it yeah. was $40,000 cheaper. Yeah. Like, and you know that the house, the house looks exactly the same as it did then. You're just paying more for it now. That's yeah. what I think is hard. It's hard for everybody to wrap their brain around. Is yes. Moving your needle up yep. because of the demand, because yep. there is no inventory. But if you look back 20, 30 years and look back 20 years before that, like that's the direction the housing market goes is up. Right. That's why real estate is such a good investment Right. is because they do go up over time. Yeah. People are just seeing it as a sudden move up, which it is. I, and I, 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 it really is just yeah. because of the competition on everything. But long term houses are going to go up in value. So even if you purchase one now and you feel that you may have paid too much, if you got an appraisal done, then we uh, obviously they went in, they checked, they said that, yes, the house is worth what it is. I I, 10, 20, 30 years down the line, I only see that moving up. I see little spurts along the way. It might drop down, go back. But long term, you're looking at properties going up. So um, uh, I don't think I'm going to find the right time, but also since things have slowed down for me and me, this is my career. This is how I get my uh, paid now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm also scared to invest and what right. if things stay, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the position that I'm in and I'm waiting to feel it out before I make that move. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. The big one that I want to get into and like, this is a, a conversation that I've tried to have with a lot of people and everyone tells me the same thing is Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why there's such a bad idea here, right? But I don't agree with that. But I don't have facts either way. Right. But I'm, I've am i heard you have Airbnbs yes. here. How many Airbnbs do you have here? So we have three and two more under contract. Three? Okay. No, I shouldn't say under contract. So we, we have three that are up and running. We have a fourth that we're waiting for a long-term runner to move out so that we can put it on Airbnb. And then we have a fifth that's under contract. Okay. Not last week. Believe it or not. Congratulations. Yes. Nice. Super area. nice. Yes. Oh, super nice. Yes. Okay. I saw that. Okay. I saw I saw the post. Yes. Um so the three that are up and running. Yes. What what area were those purchased in? And was okay. there a reason for you purchasing it in those areas? Yes. Okay, so we my biggest thing is I love 
I get great satisfaction. So like my why is turning dilapidated properties into beautiful properties again. And also on some of our flips, those flips have been the catalyst of raising neighborhood values, right? Beautiful. So That's like, a good feeling right I there. Think back to like 2017, yeah. I was scared to death. We did our first flip in the Toledo Hospital area. Again, it was still somewhat blighted. Mm -hmm. There was still um, vacant properties. There were still boarded up properties. There were still run down properties. But there's beautiful properties there. Yeah. And we bought a property on Gunkel, and I had several agents who I would always, when I was new, I picked people's brains too. Yeah. Oh, I want to try to get 120K over here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this property super nice. I want to get 120. And people would say, oh, no, I don't think you can do that. No way. Nothing sold for over 100. No way. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it sold for 120. You okay. know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, I know my shit now. Yeah. I'm not, you know, a newbie. Yeah. So we started buying long-term rentals, okay. or just normal rental properties. I call them long-term now just because we have the Airbnb. Yeah. In neighborhoods like that, that are stabilized, that could use some help, that we can make them really nice. You get a you get a decent tenant. Mm -hmm. um, and some tenants would really take care of the properties and the efforts that I would put into the properties to mm -hmm. make them almost like an elevated rental that would draw in a better tenant. Yeah. Um, and some of them would destroy them. Yeah. And I am, it's very, very hard. And I still, if you have any advice on how to not take things personally, mm -hmm. I take things personally. <laughs> when I see my, my hard work and yeah. just at the time I was physically yeah. at the properties working quite a bit, yeah. like, and learning, learning how to do things, yeah. working, working with my parents. Cause yeah. I brought them into the business. I've so, seen some of the accent walls that you've done. I've yes. seen some of the stuff that you've done. You're yes. creative and it's creative. super, super it. nice. So I love it. I, yeah. So when someone has a fire mm -hmm. or someone has a flood, or someone gets the, the house gets broken into, mm -hmm. or the tenant gets evicted. It really, really drags drags me down. Yeah. It really bothers me. Yeah. I try to not let it bother me, but it does because I was raised to return people's things better than you were given them. Yep. Um, nothing was ever handed to me. Mm -hmm. I did not grow up in an affluent family. My whole real estate business is self made. Mm -hmm. So when I move in, somebody and they're face to face, like, oh, I love this house. I, you know, I can't, I'm gonna be here forever. I can't wait to take care of it. And two months later, they're not paying, and it looks like shit. Uh, it's hard that's to rough. not. It's it's that's hard. Rough. You know yeah. what I mean? And obviously you want to keep growing and keep going. And I'm a glutton for punishment too, where I'll say, okay, I'm going to take a break from this now. And then all of a sudden I see a house. I'm like, I have to have it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so that's yeah. the hard thing being yeah. in sales too. But so anyways, so we had been in the long-term rental game for a while. Mm -hmm. We'd sprinkle in some flips there if it made more sense, but we always bought flips that we could also have as rentals in the, in the off chance that it didn't sell. Okay. So as I post more and more to social media, I get people that reach out all the time. We want a short-term rental. I need a short-term rental. I don't want to sign a year lease. I don't want to sign two years lease. I uh, do. You, uh, realtors reach mm -hmm. out to me all the time. Hey, I have a client. They're building. They need something for three months. Or they're moving here and we're going to look for two months or whatever. That's awesome. And uh, literally, I'd be like, well, why the hell would well, I want to move somebody in for a month or two months yeah. or whatever and charge my 900 and then have to turn it, be worried that they're going to destroy yeah. it, you know, yeah. whatever. Go and through just, everything all over again. Yeah. Right. And it's just not lucrative. And we were at the time, like the rental market was picking up. Okay. And this is like in the past couple of years. So we would get people on a two-year lease really easy. Mm -hmm. So I would just turn down people who were really willing and able to pay mm -hmm. simply because they couldn't stay in the house for a year or two years or whatever. Okay. So last year, and, and the, all of our rentals are in Toledo. We hadn't had any in any of the suburbs because we couldn't afford it. We couldn't okay. make the numbers work. Yeah. So, you know, we would have properties in Toledo that would cash flow the same as a property in Perrysburg, but we would pay three times as much in Perrysburg. So why not yeah, buy why not properties do, yep. in Toledo? You know what I mean? Um, especially when you could get a decent clientele. Mm -hmm. 
So last year I was working with a client who um, is a friend of mine, and she owned a nonprofit for a kidney donation. Okay. They do a, it's called the Alliance for Paired Donation, where they, they match up people that need kidneys. Nice, okay. And she kept saying, like, hey, I, you know, we are, we are in desperate need of housing patients outside of, like, hotel rooms. It's not good for their mental health to be stuck in a hotel room during the pandemic. Is there anything that you would consider doing short-term we would move. I have a patient right now that needs one for three months, and we're willing to pay a premium. And just let me know if you'd be willing to buy anything that would be a nice, quiet house, you know, for for my patient. Okay. So we we live in Maumee. This house pops on the market right down the street from us, and it's a two bedroom, yeah. and it's lower priced, and obviously it's still higher than we, what we'd pay in Toledo. Yeah. So we were like, this might be one that could work on the short term, yeah. where we could charge a higher daily rate. But yeah. not log pe- lock people into long-term leases. Yeah. So we buy this house. We move in one of our patients. And it's double to triple the return as a long-term rental. And I'm I'm worried if people are going to maintain it or not or whatever. Yeah. Then we go in. After they move out, it looks decent. Yeah. So I shit you not, I pop it on the Airbnb website. Yeah. Which I had no idea how to use. So okay. I just kind of feeling my way through it. Yeah. I u- get my normal real estate pictures taken. Yeah. Make it a really nice description where it looks great. And, of course, write that it's, you know, walkable to everything in Uptown. It's walkable to the river. Like, welcome, welcome yeah. walleye fishermen. You know, whatever. First, I would say four or five days on the market, it had seven or eight reservations. What? On Airbnb? I swear. On Airbnb. Swear. Okay. Swear. So this All right. Is, so this is mommy, where you can say, look, you can walk to Dales, you can walk to Village Idiot, whatever. So there's yeah. a draw there versus, okay, this house yeah, is okay. by Toledo Hospital. But, you know? but uh, 100%. Um, but what is – so do you know the purpose of, like, the client's visit? I don't know okay, if that's so like – So Airbnb, you can set up, like, whatever you like as your parameters. So if you don't want to rent to people – with no reviews, you can just not oh, even have it in there. Okay. Or you can you can even flag not wanting to rent to people who don't have a profile picture. Um, you can. You have a lot of control. You have a lot of control. That's good. So you can um, set a parameter to where you want the person to reach out to you first and tell okay. you why they're coming into town if okay. they have under five reviews okay. or whatever. You yeah. Know what I mean, you can. You, it's it's totally like you said. It's totally in your control. That's awesome. So in the beginning, people would reach out all the time because I had it set on reach out to me, you know, mm-hmm. and they would say, I'm coming in for a high school reunion. I'm coming in to visit friends. I'm coming in for the holidays. That was a big one. Um, I'm coming in because we had Solheim people. Okay. Which I thought nice. was super cool. Yeah. yeah. So And this is just, again, at the mommy one. And there was just a huge draw. And then I would get, again, agents that would reach out. Hey, is your Airbnb open? Friends that would reach out. Is your Airbnb open? You know, whatever. I'm so pumped for this story. I can't lie. Like, I'm. This is so. Like, this is. No, 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 no. I have some podcasts that are like two, three hours long. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. And what I'll do is, like, I'll chop up these pieces for the people who just want to know about Airbnbs. We'll tell you a little bit more, but I'm pumped up right now. I'm super pumped up. This is all good stuff. I feel like we bought that house in, like, May. So we didn't have to deal with, like, the winter woes of getting it ready. And then we probably put. 10 15k into it we furnished it and i used a lot of stuff that i had had from staging for flips so it wasn't mm-hmm. super expensive to furnish okay um popped on with really good pictures and again there was a huge draw and so then i said i was like this is like i this i'm i'm trying to run a business separate from mm-hmm. this and this is like a business in itself mm-hmm. on, on top of rentals and helping people buy and sell so i switched it to instant booking 
So basically, what's that? What's that? Instant booking means that just like you want to rent a hotel, mm-hmm. you're not going to tell the Clarion or whatever why you want to stay there and have them yeah. approve your booking. Oh. So I switched it to instant booking so that way anybody, and again, I'm always worried about violating fair housing. And I thought mm-hmm. that it was weird that you could decline people based on like their profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to allow everybody. We yeah. haven't had a bad experience yet. I switched it to, to instant booking. Okay. And somebody started like sharing it to the mommy page. I think I did once, and then a couple other people mm-hmm. would share it, tag it, whatever. Again, huge draw. So we were like, okay, we need to do this more because we are getting clients or client renters, whatever, guests. I, I get guests. Guests for we're Airbnb. Ho- you're a host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, host. Okay. So I'm hosting, I'm hosting people who are appreciative of my remodels. <sighs> Who are taking care of my remodel? It, it seems to fit your style a, a little bit more, yes. where you're not getting people are trashing it because they understand yes. uh, the host guest relationship yes. a little bit better. Exactly. Yeah. Who are like, thank you for having this available to me as an alternative for a hotel. And then you're getting reviews all the time, so they're too, yeah. they're patting you on the back. Yeah. Where they're like, we loved it, we had a great stay. You know, they really that care is about guests. Awesome. And so then I'm yeah. joining all these super host pages, like the Airbnb Facebook pages, yeah. trying to make my guest experience better. Yeah. Because we are in Toledo. We're yeah. not in a coastal location. Exactly. So what can I do to help people remember how, you know, things about Toledo? So yeah. I'll put out, like, Toledo magazines or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, th- places to go, things to visit. You make a guidebook. You yeah. have really good speedy Wi-Fi. You have good smart TV, whatever. Okay. So we saw great return. Great return. Wow, we're busy, we're busy. Everybody's asking for more. So then over the summer, we see a house in Perrysburg come on coming soon. Okay. And in the coming soon, we just said, here's a cash offer subject to seeing the inside. Yeah. When you want to list it, whatever. I'm not going to violate coming soon. Yeah. So they called and they were like, we love the idea that this is going to be an Airbnb. We bought this house in Perrysburg. Super cool because it's in downtown. And it has, I call it either, do you call it a casita or like an ADU room? Uh, it's like an additional dwelling. Okay. So basically, it's got a, the little house. It's okay. a, two, a two bedroom again, and then it's got an attached garage or detached garage in the back. But on the uh, on the side of the garage, there's another attached room. Okay. So instead of I know what you're talking about. Okay. So we finished yeah. out this additional room, and we said, okay, more more heads, more money, more yeah. beds, right? Yeah. So we put in additional sleeping spaces and additional TV. We put yeah. in heating. We put in a uh, you know a window AC unit. So it, it was initially t- two bedroom, right? Two bedroom. And then with that little, so you turned that into another bedroom. We turned it into another like living, a living area, area, art space, sleeping area. Nice. Okay. So now you have a, a, a space that's cool for friends, families. What, we actually yeah. had Adele's eleventh birthday party there because all of her little friends wanted to sleep in that room away oh, from like nice. the grown Yes. <laughs> so we literally. So they felt the, they yeah. felt away. They yeah. felt yeah, so nice. We had a yeah. bounce house. Yeah. Come out nice. and like you know what I mean. And all yeah. the little girls got to stay in there, and it was super cool. Yeah. So so yeah. So then we bought the Perrysburg one, uh, one, and that would have been like this summer. Same thing. Huge draw. Huge draw. And so I don't know. People are coming for. Winterfest. They're coming for the first Fridays. They're coming for fireworks downtown. They're okay. coming for all the, you know whatever all these areas have to offer. Yeah. And again, this one is higher than what we would spend in Toledo. Doesn't match the what we would use just for a straight up rental, right? Because it's a two bedroom. So obviously, if we had a long term renter, we'd get less rent. Yeah. Um, it starts running out right away. Um, it's cute. It's everybody's maintaining it for the most part. It's working out really well so then we buy a third one in beverly okay um in the fall that's where you saw the accent wall so we buy the third one in beverly and that one was the one i wasn't sure about okay 
because where the other two are super walkable to everything in Perrysburg. Mommy and Perrysburg, yes. right? This one backs up to the uh, that walking trail, and you can probably walk to like Plate 21. In Beverly? Yes. Okay. And you, but there's, it's not as walkable as the other two. Yeah. So that was my big question mark. Like, is this one going to rent mm-hmm. as much as the other two do? With just the draw of the walking path. And, of course, we allow pets because we've realized that a lot of people want to bring their, their pets. Okay. And all these yards are fenced in. They okay. charge a pet fee. They can bring their pets. People love that. Okay. Um, and even that one would rent quite a bit because it was close to Toledo Country Club, the zoo, UTMC. Uh, and everybody liked the location that you could just walk out the back door, walk yeah. down the trail, River Road, right there. So that was when I was like, geez, Airbnb seems like it's the way to go. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, it was a little bit of a learning curve because now we have to do snow removal. We have to make sure their Wi-Fi works. We have to we have ring doorbells at all of them. Yeah. Um, we have electric lock boxes at all of them so that okay. we know when people check in, check out. We know when cleaning. Nice, time. nice. Yeah. So n- you're you're starting like you have systems in place now. Systems in place. Nice. It's a learning curve. Yeah. And it's a, obviously a lot like where a long term rental is maybe like set it and forget it. Like yeah. You talk to them like once a month when rents due or maybe another time a month if they need to put out a work order or whatever. Yeah. Whereas Airbnb, we set it on a three night minimum. I couldn't imagine having it on a one night minimum mm-hmm. just because of how how hands on you have to be. Yeah. Um, and uh, having a good cleaner is the catalyst of it being successful. Okay. So, because just like, I mean, you're not held to regulations like a hotel, mm-hmm. but I put myself in the guest shoes and I'm sure you would too. Where yeah. I'm like, I, our cleaner needs to make sure there's not a hair in the shower. It, our everything. Should, you, know, yeah. you have to do everything yep. every time. Yep. Um, so that is like the main, the main thing of you, you have to understand that this is a, a business in itself. Yeah. And you have to be a lot more hands on than, than say a long term landlord. Do, do you have a maximum stay? Because your minimum no. is three nights stay. Dude, we're no maximum. We're staying for like over a month at a time. Okay, so travel nurses, huge. That, travel that, nurse. I, I've been talking about that one. I've been talking about that, especially yeah. right now. Like, that's a big yeah, deal. We'll, we'll give like certain discounts to people who, who are that's know, in the awesome. field or want to stay for longer or whatever. That's awesome. I'm fine yeah. doing that. But as far as discounting it to where it would be for a long term rental, no. No, then it doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. At all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they wouldn't even make the 1% rule. And yeah. these are all, again, they're two bedrooms. They're in great locations. Yeah. They work on that kind of a platform. Um, so, and then I thought about, like, should I put them on VRBO, too, and allow cross-booking? Yeah. But if they're already that booked up on Airbnb, I think it would be too hard for me to try what? to manage it on VRBO, what, What's too. that booked up? Uh, we're really booked up. Like, it, it, so, like, this month, next month? Um, okay, like, so... So I don't like what me like I feel like I book things maybe like a month in advance, uh-huh. two months in advance. Yeah. So that's kind of where we see the most reservations coming through. Like for the next month or two. Month or two. Okay. Um, we have some like we have a lady who's coming to stay in the mommy one for three months over the summer. Oh, we get snowbirds. Okay. Or, like re- like reverse. Like we have a guy. They want to come for the snow. Um. No. Like we have a guy who we actually have been getting repeat guests. Believe okay. It or not. So we have a guy in our mommy one. You've been doing this how long? Since May, May or June, yeah. And you're getting repeat guests? Yes, yes, two, <gasps> three, four times. So, and, and again, I love the repeat guests because I'm like, if they left it nice when they mm-hmm. left the first time, they're going to leave it nice again. Yeah. There's not a question. No. So, yeah, so we have a guy who, like, lives in Cape Coral, has family up here. He's, you know, older, mm-hmm. since 60s, drives up, stays for, like, 10 to 15 days, and then goes back down to Cape Coral. And nice. he, then he's like here right now, and he's already booked to come with us two more times. Nice, that is that's so, awesome. So you get uh, it's it's a very eclectic mix of people. What you want to stay away from is people who are trying to do like a special event. Yeah. In their house, 
um, or people that want to do like a party or yeah. like a family reunion at the house. Those yeah. things make me nervous. Um, so there's and, and it's a learning. We've had um, a couple instances where people didn't follow our house rules. Yeah. Um, and that's always frustrating. What are the so when they don't follow the rules, like what kind of rules? Let me ask that first, I okay. guess. So just like our long term rentals, we're just like, hey, don't smoke in the house. OK, don't smoke in the house. We don't want you to smoke weed. We don't want you to smoke cigarettes, cigars, whatever. nothing. No kind of smoke to damage the no. paint and how everything actually and, in and, the house. Yeah. And, and again, it goes back to me being really upset mm-hmm. when I see my beautiful work. And yeah. now I'm furnishing them. Right. So not yeah. only am I putting all my. That it's not like a rental. This I'm is. Furnishing yeah. Them too, and then w- when you have somebody that smokes inside or doesn't pick up after their yeah. pet or leaves a mess. Yeah. I'm just like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm not a hotel. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, and another, here's a good tip. If you get some and you make your guidebook or your rules, okay. say, welcome to our home. Welcome to my family's house. Whatever, okay. So that it's something not that feels like a home, personal. not like a, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not okay. like, Hey, this is, this is a corporate business. Who cares? We'll yeah. Just leave it yeah. More I like, gotcha. We're, we're your neighbor. We're, yeah. you know, we're right. We're a quarter of a mile away. Yeah. You know, welcome to our home. It gives it paints a little bit of a better picture than like, hey, this is a place to just party at. For the I got gotcha. you. Know I mean? like it. Yeah. So that's like a big thing. But yeah, um, learning curve there. What? So so that's one of the rules and right. What happens if they break one of these rules or regulations? Let's say they smoke in the house. Let's yeah, say they do damage to the house. Yeah. Does Airbnb kind of handle any of that? Do you have to report? Like, how does that part so work? I think the Airbnb platform super easy to use. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's very easy to use. It's mobile friendly. Great on your phone. Okay. okay. Um, I love hearing the little ping where somebody reserved it. Yeah. The problem is. But you do. <laughs> or when it says it pays me out. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is there's no accountability because there's nobody local like or even oh, in the states like yeah. when you call airbnb customer support yeah. you're talking to somebody in another country that you can like a call understand. center somewhere else correct. yeah correct. okay and the the thing is then what the, it leaves owners exposed in my opinion because let's say you get somebody who totally totally trashes the house mm-hmm. you can file a claim with airbnb they but they probably won't pay Okay. Um, it's just you know, it's he should he said she said oh that was already like that oh yeah. that was already broke whatever whatever, and you can leave them a bad review. Mm-hmm. Here's but here's the thing if you if they leave your house and you go to turn it for your next person and some of our terms a lot of our terms are same day and you get there and you know you have four hours to turn it and somebody leaves it looking like shit, the only <sighs> thing that you can do is send that person a message and say. Why'd you leave it like that? Yeah, and but then, you don't have time for any of the no. other. You got to get right and to. And then you tar- can start yeah. doing the claim if you want to, which again has never worked out for me. Mm-hmm. We haven't really needed it yet. Knock on wood. Yeah. I mean, it's more like a hundred dollars or less in damage. We can yeah. fix it. We have to turn it quick. But let's say you leave that person a bad review because you're pissed off. They were a shit guest. You give them one star. Okay. They know that you're upset, so they can leave you. They can leave you a bad review too. Oh, even you that's a bad system me, in place. I know. So even as me as the host who has five star reviews on everything, everybody mm-hmm. says it's clean and perfect. That guest who was truthfully a terrible guest, yeah, can leave you a bad review in Airbnb. Just as out of spite. Out of spite. And Airbnb does not remove it. That's a, that's um, because they say guests, no matter what, guests have the right to leave the review. Yeah. That's what sucks. That's okay. That yeah. That that's not oh, the, the minuscule in the grand and then scheme you're of things. Somebody but in a call center being like, hey. This person left me a bad review because they destroyed my home. Yeah. You know, and knew that I was upset about it. I'm trying to charge them now for yeah. damages, you know, whatever. 
And that that's one of the, the open holes. Is there a deposit or like something that they... Yeah, so you can charge them a deposit. Uh-huh. Um, it's up to them if they want to still reserve your place. Okay. With the do you charge place. a deposit? I do not. You don't. What about for pets? Uh, yes, we do charge a pet fee. Okay. Um, but that's separate than a deposit, though. Yes. Okay. So, and, and a lot of it's keeping the rate to where it's similar to a hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't, I don't want to overprice it to where staying in one of our houses is way more than staying at a nice hotel in the yeah. area. Airbnb seems to impose most of their fees to the guest, not to the host. Okay. So you kind of got to keep, and it'll tell you how much the guest is going to pay. Okay. And if you've ever stayed in an Airbnb, you're like, wow, the nightly rate's 99. I'm staying for three nights, but why am I paying 500 something? Yeah. Well, it's because you're paying a cleaning fee. You're paying a service tax. Everything else gets added on. Yeah. Whatever. So you really have to hone in where you're priced well, not too cheap, not too expensive. Yeah. And again, it's with the other costs added in as well. So it's not just what you're charging. It's what the end charges for the guest. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So that's that's one of the things too, because and you know obviously you're paying Airbnb mm-hmm. to be on part of the platform. Yeah. So you want to kind of have that middle ground, and it'll suggest pricing for you. Mm-hmm. I've adjusted our pricing several times. Okay. Just to see what happens if I raise it and I don't get very many bookings, I'll lower it. Yeah. If I have it low and everybody's booking it crazy, then I'll raise it. When you're on there, do you see? I don't know if it's competition or what it would be, but do you see the other Airbnb? houses yeah. that are available nearby yes. are there a lot so that's uh no not a lot no Mm-mm. you're you're gonna take over the market you're gonna take not over the airbnb market but uh, i think that it's one of those things where people think that it might be good in theory mm-hmm. um and i again i have people that reach out through mm-hmm. the app um that say okay i own a house in the area i see that you're airbnb this it looks really easy i should do this instead of selling can you give me your cleaners number your maintenance number this that and i'm like wait you want me to have you get just direct competition give, yeah yeah so so literally i'm like okay what field are you in yeah like, are you in an, a real estate related field yeah because you have to it's a 24 7 yeah response yeah you have to be on it all available at all times yes yeah it's a 24 hour response so if you're like wow this seems like easy money yeah it okay it's, it is if you're willing to put in the work and that's the know. thing is you have to understand the psyche of there's no such thing as easy money no. even easy money is not easy mo- like anything requires a level of work to it and, and people are looking and for risk. the how do i give you this and then i just get money and yeah. then that's it yeah. and I, that doesn't exist otherwise we'd all be doing it yeah. So there's always a level of work that you have to be yeah. conscious of, whether it's um, you're renting them long term or yeah. Airbnbs or any of Anything. any any yeah. of it. Yeah, it's, it's all yeah. it's all risk. It's what you're willing to to go on. Yeah, you know I mean, and and there and like I said, we've had not a lot of experience with it. We've had great experiences where we no. have people that come back two, three, four times. We have people that have stayed for a month, two months, no. three months. We've had awesome guests who refer us to other people. We have nice. great reviews. But then you have people who don't leave it nice, who try to get you to discount it or whatever. Yeah. And there's been a lot of things where we're like, where did all the coffee go? Where did all the toilet paper go? Yeah. Where, you know, where you're like, ah, oh, crap, and then yeah. you have four hours to turn it. And yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm in real estate. I'm not working a nine to five. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, my God, somebody's coming today. Yeah. I got to, you know, I'm available to do that. Yeah. Um, that would be you know, the question that I would have for people who aren't in the industry who are interested in doing it. Yeah. Like, are you willing to forsake everything else that you want to do yeah. in order to be available for this property? Yeah. 
And then the more properties, obviously, the more things that can come up, the more turnovers there's going to be, the yes. more properties you have and to so get that's, ready. And that's like, why yeah, I'm like, I'm going to set it to a three night minimum because yeah, it, I, to me, and here's another tip. I feel like it eliminates people that are coming to party. OK, right? because if, if, I mean, when I was in college, if I wanted yeah. to rent a place, I would do it for one night. One night. I yeah. You got to get out of there. Yeah. You got to get out of there quick. Yeah. So, yeah. So we do it for a three night minimum. And even a three night minimum is usually less expensive than a hotel even okay. for the guests but you're getting um more beds yeah you're getting uh you know a washer and dryer you get a whole home you get a home yeah. yeah yeah um so i think even do you think getting too many properties can be a problem for for, for the just for airbnb i mean because like um, rentals it's not so bad because you can a, yeah. a year lease a two-year lease yeah. like you said you contact like once a month yeah. it's not so bad hopefully as long as everything goes smooth yeah. but with an airbnb it seems like okay two three properties you're gonna have mm -hmm. some turnovers you got to make sure everything's clean you got to make sure everything's yep. good if there's an emergency you have to run over you got to take yes. care of that now which is cool now if you're doing limits. 10 15 20 30 of these yes. like it seems like it might be a little too overwhelming right so are you looking for a balance on that are you yeah so that's why like again when we were talking about florida earlier mm -hmm. yes in in theory florida's mm -hmm. coastal you mm -hmm. can stay there when you go down to in theory it works yeah but it's so hard to manage something in ohio in a different state yeah like to me I, I have and can walk to two of my three Airbnbs. Okay. So there, I can have, for me, it's like getting eyeballs on them. Mm -hmm. If I can get my eyeballs on them, it makes it a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. And, you know, if I can get eyeballs, it's like. If you had the right person in another state, it wouldn't be so bad. But you'd have to have the, it, it'd have to be somebody who'd adhere to your standards yes. of what you need done and you, and with the property have your best interest yeah you know what I mean? so that that would be the tough part i i think especially having something out of state is if you had that connect with yeah. somebody then that then you'd be golden right yeah. but um but finding that person to have that now that's a, a little tougher yeah yeah because your ratings depend on how well it's clean yeah how easy it was for them to check in were there any problems anything like that exactly. um so, so it could go downhill real quick if you don't have the right people in place exactly okay exactly and for me having them where we live was a lot easier to manage than having them yeah away. so I, I, I want to make sure that I get all of these these questions. And you, I heard you say earlier that when you were looking at your Airbnbs, you were looking at two to three times the return yes. that you're getting than renting. Yeah. How how often has this is this like a monthly? This has been so far so good. Like yeah. this has been the case every time. Yeah. And so booking out, it's two to three months ahead. And nobody books five, six months. Ahead. Yeah. You know, so well, Airbnb not many people, I'll say. Out, but yeah, so Airbnb pays out the host the day after somebody checks in. Okay. So they're physically going to be occupying. Oh. Like Airbnb collects the money but pays out the host after the guest basically says, I've checked in, everything's fine. So they pay beforehand when they book it, right? Yeah, so they, so they put in their credit card or whatever when they book it. They have it you held. set your cancellation fee to whatever you want. Okay. I mean, if you want to give them a partial refund, no refund, you know, 48 hours before, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it doesn't, it, Airbnb doesn't pay out the host until after the guest has checked in. Okay. So you're not making any money unless until they're in there. It's like, yep, this is what I expected. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, um, but yes, it's so, and all these Airbnbs were like, hey, if shit hits the fan and they're not renting, we yeah. can throw them on the long term rental market. They'll yeah. rent. They're yeah. just not going to cash flow as well as our long term rentals do. Okay. You know what I mean? Because they're too bad. Yeah, but still, 
but even so, and I think two bed work way better for Airbnb, especially yes. for people who are just looking for a short term yeah. in town for whatever reasons. You said yes. right now travel nurses is yes. like the big one. Mm-hmm. Any other specifics or any other? Um, I would say because that's the only one that I think of when I think yeah. of why people would come here for right. any kind of work. Also, uh, uh, industrial. We have a lot of factories here, and we have a lot of people that come yes. from oh, yeah. out of well, state, yeah. out of country. Deep. People that are on like a Jeep assignment, Jeep, uh, um, Norplants, um, VP, Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. There, th- there's a lot of places people that are coming like on assignment. On exactly, um, yeah, yeah. We've gotten quite a few of those. Oh, you have? Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, or just at least people will inquire and say, "Well, how close are you to VP?" Okay, because that's another one of the reasonings that I could think is like, okay, travel nurses. We have a, a lot of different factories around, so something. Uh, like industrial. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, an event, maybe some oh, event. Sure. Yeah. Like, but what events? Um, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what? Ev- oh, yeah. So we've gotten a lot of like, my kid has a gymnastics competition or a wrestling competition or a. Oh, I'm so in town people coming. Baseball or whatever. It works. Yes. Airbnb works to all the people <laughs> who have been saying that it doesn't work. It works. Yes. It works. It, 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 it's awesome to yeah. hear, though. And, I, and um, it's just like whatever the person's preference is. Like, I will, when I go someplace now, I'll look at a hotel or I'll look at an Airbnb. There, I, and I'm not trying to take business away from hotels. Mm-hmm. I just know that Toledo yes, has. Yes, you are. I just, no. <laughs> I, I'm to her in the hotel business. But I, know, just, I, I think that there's a lack yeah. of short-term Options. Options, yeah. For people in the area. Yeah. And I love to make very nicely decorated, cozy spaces. I, I mean, think you're putting people in a win-win because, A, for, for yourself, um, you're going to make more money. Right. You don't have to worry about long-term leases or, you know, damages. people damages as much, right? People from outside of town are looking for a place just to stay a couple days right. at a lower rate than staying or have a better feel than what they have at a hotel. Yeah. Um, and not have to commit for a longer period of time. So I think it kind of like yeah, it's a, like a full super benefit to everybody. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. So it, this is something that I assume you're going to continue going. And you're, you said you have some more under contract that you're playing yes. on. So I'm yeah. always like a well runs dry kind of person. Like, yeah. I'm like, I will run, do this until <laughs> the well runs dry. Like, and then, but you yeah. always, I think it's less risky. Again, if you're yeah. in the in, in the industry, you understand the industry, you have the yeah. time to devote for it. Yeah. And then obviously you just want to I don't I like I like to make people happy. I yeah. want people to walk in and be like, Oh my gosh, this is so cozy, it's so yeah. nice, it looks good, it smells good, yeah. whatever, because that's what I've seen the pictures. Feel. I see what you do with them. You put a lot of attention on those houses. Like yeah. it's not just like, hey, go paint that whatever yeah. color. I see you asking people what they their opinions on color you're on social media you do a phenomenal job of engaging and also letting people kind of help you make these decisions and what works out better yeah so it's like like, what are you looking for when you go to stay a place yeah i mean like i you know it's like a comfortable bed lots of towels yeah like i want it to be clean you know what i mean so nice yeah and one of the main things that i read when getting on all the super host pages or whatever is to like be your own guest like stay at your airbnb okay like what is this what do i wish it had yeah what is it like what okay. would be a cool feature? That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then you'll figure it out real quick, yeah. and you're like, ah, you're like, I oh, need to I have, have the. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. That mattress, no bueno, yes, no bueno. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so do you do you have a number in mind, or are you just playing it and seeing how long, like how many before it becomes troublesome? Because I assume once you, you're gonna hit a certain number somewhere where yeah. you're just like. 
all right, this is this is it. This is my end game. Like I don't I don't want to do it for this many yeah. properties. Are well, you I just don't kind know if of? There's a number in mind. It's no? more so like letting the properties come to us. Yeah. Like if if it's something that works out great, if it doesn't great, I'm not saying like I don't I don't give myself like oh I have to have seven by the end. Yeah. Of no, 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 no arbitrary numbers or anything like that. No, it's more so finding houses that. I'm like, okay, would somebody want to stay here? Could I make it really cute? Yeah. And would there be a draw in either it being a flip, a rental, or, you Didn't know, Didn't you whatever. pick up, like, a brick older, older, like, very older home a couple months ago? Was it brick? Um, mm. I've seen you pick up some properties that just, they... I picked they, up some turds. Some distressed. <laughs> I was going to say distressed. I was looking yeah. for a proper word for that, but yeah. like I've seen you pick up some stuff that are like, yeah. it seems like you got a lot of work ahead of you yeah. for those. The, yeah. Are those the ones that you seem to enjoy the most? So I love historic homes okay. more than anything. I really, really, really love understanding Toledo's history or mommy's history or whatever. Seeing what these houses used to look like. Seeing yeah. how they can function for like today's family. Yeah. I love the history there. Okay. I think it's awesome. Um, so it's more so if I feel like drawn or a connection to the house yeah. by it and I want to make it so that it was what it once was, I yeah. guess, or make it so that people are proud to call it home as a flip no. or whatever. And one thing that we were running into with the flips is that I would pour my heart into those and then I would be sad saying goodbye to them. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that Airbnb is like a perfect thing yeah. where I'm like, I don't have to say goodbye. Yeah. And then all the time, like we had um, fam like our family mm -hmm. come and stay and you can block off days for your own family who wants to stay or like mm -hmm. how we had Adele's birthday. It's just like an extension of our home. Like we okay. can, you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. had uh, people, and again, people reach out all the time. Like, hey, can I stay there? I just want to spend the weekend do whatever. do do you utilize the home for anything like you said the one you had the birthday party at right yeah, and a little room in the back party. yeah yes. and so then we did have a u-haul storage for like all my staging stuff okay and one of the houses had a nice garage that wasn't really what you would use like nobody's gonna park in it okay basically, yeah if you can picture that so we took the um that we just took it off Airbnb and just said, look, you get driveway parking, and now that's our storage unit. Okay. So we're oh, saving okay. money there, Oh, too. good move. Yeah. Good move. Nobody uses the garage. Like, it's pretty nobody pointless. Nobody uses the garage. Yeah. Yeah. And even in the, oh. like, the Perrysburg one has a two-car garage. Nobody, yeah. We've noticed nobody really parks in that. Yeah. So we're like, hey, here's a perfect way to, like, store our stuff at the Airbnb and save yeah. money. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Um. I want to make sure I hit all these <laughs> questions. I, I really do. And the more I'm hearing it, like the more it just sounds like a super viable option. And um, But if you're like anti-corporate like me, where yeah. I'm like, I love the passive income. Yeah. As passive as it can be or whatever, being this hands-on. Yeah. It's just another way to be able to earn passive income. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think even the return, the rate of return is better than it is for rentals. Yeah. So like long-term rentals, I should say. Yeah. So... The main thing that everyone always and this is this is a big one like this is always what comes back. Who's going to come to Toledo and use an Airbnb? Yeah. And so and then that that's like literally end of discussion final nobody's going to use it for that. Right. And our conversation has clearly stated otherwise. Right. So that we were factor yeah, I, I'm surprised. Like, yeah. that's why I wanted to ask. I've been dying for this because, like, I've been wanting to ask these questions. I want to see how much of a viable option it actually is. Yeah. Like, and I wanted to kind of know, like, if it is working, like, who's coming and why? Like, super awesome. Yeah. I, I love it. But, I like. The, the main thing with having it be a good Airbnb property is going to be location. And then, obviously, you want to take into consideration the proximity of the neighbors. 
So those the are proximity of the neighbors. Yes. So if that house is too close to the houses next door, yeah. probably will not make for. Uh, yeah, or I just may don't want, make. Yeah. I just didn't want to upset neighbors. And yeah. Have them start complaining to you know the city or whatever. Yeah. Saying, oh, we have all these like out of towners coming in. And yeah. It's not regulated, whatever. So we wanted to make sure you have you know, your space. We put it in the house rules, like no. respect the neighborhood, respect the neighbors. Of course, follow yeah. Local laws, but um, but yeah. That, so you want to pick something that's walkable. Yeah. You know what I mean, number one, uh, easy to get to where everybody's at, whether it's mm. UT seventy five, four seventy five, whatever. Okay. Have it be a good location. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then and then yeah, uh, a, a place where people will generally feel like their sa- their safety isn't in question. Okay. You know what I mean? Which yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are like the three pillars where we were like, okay, nice. let's see how this does. Would you advise? Well, obviously they would be your direct competition, but would you advise other people to get into Airbnb, Airbnb, or do you think you should do it if you're like you said, you have time you have to time. to make sure that you can take care yes. of the guests? Like you need to understand people, understand the industry, yeah. understand that you're not. It's not you're not a landlord. Yeah, right? you are literally a host. Yeah, you are there to make sure that those people that rented your place and feel like they paid a lot for it mm-hmm. have a nice stay. Yeah. Basically. So you're 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 in the hospitality business instead of being a landlord is one thing that you have to remember. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Um, so you've changed my mind. Well, I, I, you, you've helped me come to a decision because it's something that, again, if I've talked to other people about it, but nobody's doing it. Yeah. And so this is all speculation up until this point. Right. Um, and there's really only one argument against it, which is, you know, the numbers wouldn't make sense because it wouldn't be filled because people wouldn't come here right. that much to utilize the property. Right. And, um, two to three months or excuse me, one to two months booked out is clearly saying otherwise. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I so mean, if some of the days are open and you're making a better return than you would make on the okay. long-term rental market, that's what would say, okay, let's keep yeah. it as an Airbnb. But always have a second, you know, a backup plan, too. Yeah. Do, would you say, um, w- which would you give a tougher job to, being a real estate agent right now at the time or handling the rentals or the Airbnbs or, like, you doing all yeah. three? Seems well, like okay, so, like, seems my, like, my life is the shell game. Yeah. <laughs> It, it seems like you got a, a, like a lot going on right now. It is. So like if I feel like I'm getting burnt out with contractors and flipping or whatever, mm-hmm. that'll be one where I'll hone in more on being wanting to be a better host. Or, okay. you know, I, buyers are burning me out. I'll focus on sellers or okay. sometimes I just need to get the hell out of town. Yeah. And and you know, and I'll go. Yeah. But I that's what everybody's always like. Oh, you're in, you're in Florida a lot. Well, yeah, I can get yep. out of Ohio and still do the same thing. Yeah. I can still do my same work. I literally can see every property on the yep. ring doorbell yep you know what i mean so it's not it's just a, a change of scenery but yeah. i'm still working just as hard yeah so it, you know so it, it, it gets it's just a burnout game a yeah burnout shell game and and they just take turns being and the most burnout it, being in real estate one thing that i like i realize is super quick is it's important for our mental health to mm-hmm. be peak to be able to help our clients in the best way possible yeah and so like i've stepped out of town a couple times now and i come back and i'm just so like energized and yeah. like ready to go and like it, I, it's crucial that when you feel that way you do whatever it is that helps you relax whether right. it's getting out of town whether you have a, whatever whatever it is you got to take a break especially you got a lot of stuff going on like yeah. you need yeah. like a Everybody mental check out for a little yeah, bit. yeah it, out, therapy, yep. whatever whatever it is yeah. but um it, it, overall healthy mental health is super important right. and it's easy to break down when you're worrying about the tenant problem turnover like yeah. all these things going on mm-hmm. it can be very 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 stressful right. um it's, 
aside from our real estate, that's aside from just real estate in right. general, like uh, as a real estate agent, I should yeah. say. So it, it's, yeah. Yeah, go to Florida. Have your fun. Yeah. Uh, flights aren't expensive right now. They're and, super and cheap. I feel so. like you can give, if you're not so desperate for a commission, you yeah. can give better care to your client as well. 100%. So if you have this, this passive income that you're making in the background, yeah. you can say, okay, I'm not going to force you to do something that you don't want to do yeah. just because I need the commission. Yep. You know what I mean? I 100%. Think that that's important. And then also, I work well with investors because I am an investor. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's a big. You have uh, a good understanding of yeah. what they're looking they're like, for, hey, what they want to do. I go through it all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Getting a loan sucks. They ask yeah. you for everything. Like, they want your first board. Yeah, I go through I that g- every month. <laughs> I can sympathize with it. I get you it. You know what I yeah. mean? So. Yeah. You have a better understanding of it. Um, for sure. I work with a couple different investors, and I think it's fun. Also, slash, it depends who you're working with because there are some investors who. I ask a lot of questions, a lot yeah. above and beyond what is what is normal, and they don't put in their own work. They see the agent is doing all the right. work. And look, honestly, if you're going to invest in real estate, you, it's a lot of work. Like, it's a lot of work. You have to research properties. You have to run your own numbers. Like, you, it has to make sense to you. It's yeah. not all on your agent. I can send you properties. I can do comps. Like, I, there's a lot yeah. that I can do on my side. Don't get me wrong. I think it's going to rent for. I yeah. can tell you what I think you're going to have to put into it. Yeah, a hundred percent. We can. Yeah. But overall, it's your decision, and you're like, you got to put in some work. It's not. I'm not going to hand you a property and say this is your house now. You yes. you rent this house. And so, so it's fun working with the investors that understand that and put in the work yes. not so fun working with the uh, investors that expect that out of you yeah, i wouldn't I even think, i don't know uh. i think it's just hard for people to initially get their feet wet like i'm no. looking back i am so thankful that mike welch was like look you're offering on these or yeah i'm not taking you on as a client make a and move that's kind of the, the mentality that i've given to people that i work with too no. it's like hey we have to move quick the way no. that the market is. You have to be fully ready to go. Yeah. If I'm going to take you out, you got to be ready to write an offer yeah. or we're wasting your time, my time, the seller's time, 100%. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I think that that's like really, really important too. And I'm thankful that he was like that with me back yeah. in the day because honestly, we had thought about investing for over a year. We'd think about it. We'd look, we'd get cold feet. We'd freak out. N- nervous about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, so, and then all of a sudden you do the first one and it's almost like an addiction. Where yeah. You're like, I have to get another one. I yeah. have to get another one. Especially if it one. goes well. Like, then you're like, oh, wait. That's okay. Why I would never encourage anybody to get like one rental and mm-hmm. then stop because it's so hard to. Like, let's say the furnace goes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you spend 2000 on a furnace, that's probably four or five months of your rental profit, yeah. if not more. Yeah. That's immediately gone if you only have one. Yeah. Well, that blow isn't as bad if you have 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep, so yep, yep. that was always more And the odds of all 10 furnaces going bad are very low. Yeah. So it's going to be one furnace, but you yeah. still have the income from 10 properties. Exactly. So it takes care exactly. uh, of the emergency a little bit easier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. But getting the first one, I think, is the toughest one. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the, 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 the two through 10 is so tough. But I think the first one is just like the unknown. The unknown always scares everybody. Even like I said, the Airbnb thing. Because I think if I, not if, when I get back to the point where I start investing, I think I'm going to aim more towards that market than anything else. I just see it as, again, a win-win. There's people that do need to come for certain events, do certain things here. And I think the return is going to be better than a rental long term. And I always thought about like if we did have a big lull and you take on a client who's relocating or something like that and they're and you sign a buyer agency agreement, they're committed to buy a house with you and they say, look, I need a place to stay Mm -hmm. for the next two or three months while we're out looking at houses. You can say, okay, look. For X dollar amount, I'll give you a great deal on my Airbnb. You're committed to buy a house, you know, whatever. It even puts you in a position to be able to help people out a little bit better. Like, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 I'm not seeing the downfall. I'm (laughs) not seeing the downside. 
Uh, I'm sure there's some little trinkets in there, but that comes with anything. There's nothing that's 100% like yeah. just good. I think it's um, having a nest egg for your kid. Yeah. Having a supportive spouse. Like Aubrey no. fully trusts me at this point to make an offer without him seeing it. Or a lot of times he'll go with me to see him or whatever too. Um, we make it a family affair with like yeah. my parents. And, and I think getting more eyes on it. Uh, nice. Y- you know, or, or whatever makes it less nerve wracking. Yeah. You yeah. Have yeah. The support of your whole a hundred percent and now there's more experience so obviously like yeah. the trust is there because you've done this you yes. kind of know what's going to happen or yeah. at least have an idea of how to proceed from there yeah. and like you said you're a little bit more comfortable because you do have the passive income so like yes. it, it doesn't put as much pressure on you exactly. which lets you think a little bit clearer yeah yeah yep, sure. i like it i like it a lot um was there anything else that like you you would want to tell people um how, how can they reach out to you by the way uh, i i know you're on social media yes. um what what all social medias do you have because i have you on facebook and i think that's it um yeah so i post on i post on facebook the most for uh, sure. okay for yeah sure. i well i see you post on there all the time yeah. so like i that, i see that main, yeah that's my main channel i would say i'm trying to get into the tiktok with the kids yeah. helping me but yeah no you're you're progressing from your first video to the last couple videos like you're Try. you're you're progressing for I sure i just don't know if i could get to the point where i'm dancing and giving advice i don't know which no. is like the tiktok yeah channels. i don't i can't no but what i'll do is like i'll take pieces of this and and put this on tiktok because oh, these are good awesome. conversations yeah. and they they seem to do well just to you know little bits of information that people can have uh, yes. maybe link out to the show whatever it is yeah, yeah. you're probably so. better than that on that than me for uh, sure. yeah no I, well, i'm not doing any dances i can tell I you that. i feel like i'm an old dog trying to learn new tricks it's, it's not gonna happen like, so can you put yeah. california can, love can, in the back <laughs> of my video <laughs> oh my goodness so uh facebook's your main one tiktok you're trying on uh what else? What else? Um, text me. Probably. Text you? Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm going to link up all your info in the description okay. so that you guys can reach out if you guys do have any questions or if yes. you need a real estate agent who knows a little bit about investing. There's your girl. Me too. I'm just saying. Yes. Um, so I appreciate your guys' time. Yes. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>